0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاه والسلام على اشرف الانبياء والمرسل سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين ومن تبعهم باحسان الى يوم الدين رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقه طولي. respected elders dear brothers and sisters my young friends, Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, we begin by praising and thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the life of uh, the, the, uh, the sustainer, the creator of the universe. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, to bless uh, us all. Uh, we praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one who has uh, kept us alive up to this point. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is the creator, the nourisher of the entire universe and who is sustaining all of us. We send peace and salutations upon his beloved messenger Muhammad, the son of Abdullah sallallahu and upon his family, his companions, all of those who have followed him in goodness. Ameen ya alamin. I hope that you are all well on this uh, beautiful Friday. Uh, as you can see, uh, I am outside of the house now and uh, li- coming to you live from our uh, future masjid site. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, bless you all. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you uh, for all of your support uh, and your uh, du'a. Ya Brethren, it's a historic day for Muslims in Ontario and indeed for people of all faiths. because. As of today, after 13 weeks of no Friday prayers, we are once again allowed, permitted to gather for prayer, but with some important guidelines. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil This is probably, if you think about it, this is probably the first time in hundreds of years that something like this has happened. And Allah has made us, us it. We are taking a phased and cautious approach with a limited Friday prayer restarting today and daily prayers starting at a later time, inshallah. Since Friday prayer, of course, take priority over the daily prayers. Now, of course, the foremost priority is to reopen safely so that we never have to stop prayers again, insha'Allah. We have had to require registration for Friday prayer, something that we have never done before, uh, and we do not like to do, but we need to do it for two main reasons. Number one, to know how many people will be coming. Uh, due to the jama'ah size restrictions, we don't want you to be lining up outside and then having to turn you away. But also, God forbid, if someone attends who turns out to be positive for COVID-19, to make it possible for contact tracing by public health, when limited data regarding who is attending may be shared, otherwise we have that information and not the government. As we get ready to reourse, there are other things that are reopening as well. For each person there will be different activities and establishments that they are looking forward to reopening. This is a moment, my brothers and sisters, to ask ourselves that what am I looking forward to reopening most? And why? The Prophet وسلم, said that أَحَبُّ الْبِلَادِ إِلَى اللَّهِ مَسَاجِدُهَا وَأَبْغَضُ الْبِلَادِ إِلَى اللَّهِ That the most beloved of Allah are the mosques, are the masajid, and the most disliked of are the markets. Now, of course, it is permissible to go to the markets or malls for our permissible needs. So this is referring to the permissible place the mosques of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are the uh, the places which are the places of the remembrance of allah the places of attaining peace an increased reward in praying in congregation and in fact a reward for each step that we take towards the masjid whereas the markets and the malls are often places where one is distracted from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, where a person is attracted towards the distractions of the world, where haram can be present and where desires are often followed, where time and money are also often wasted. So let us ask ourselves, my brothers and sisters, are our in sync with the likes and the dislikes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or dislike something is it in sync with the likes and dislikes of Allah and His Messenger wasallam? And perhaps it is not. If it is, alhamdulillah. But perhaps the question is, why not? And what do we do to make our desires sync with the likes and dislikes of Allah and His Messenger wasallam? Masha'Allah, there are many brothers and sisters who have deeply missed gathering to salah for prayer. They may even be feeling bad. And to those brothers and sisters, I say, rest assured and have good hopes. Inshallah, Allah will grant you the same reward, perhaps even more, even though you have not been praying in the masjid, in jama'ah, and you have been praying at home instead. The Prophet ﷺ said, إِذَا لَعَبْدُ أَوْ سَافَرَ كُتِبَ لَهُ مِثْلُ مَا كَانَ يَعْمَلُ مَقِيمًا When a servant, meaning of Allah, when a slave of Allah falls ill, that or she will get a reward similar to that they get for good deeds practiced at home when in good health meaning when a person is accustomed to doing something regularly something good which is pleasing to Allah but that person is no longer able to do so because of illness or because of travel then they will get a similar reward to those good deeds even though they would are not, are not doing it in the same way as they used to inshallah my brothers and sisters our situation will be treated in the same way by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and inshallah we will be rewarded for our patience for our good desires for uh, our our good wishes and, and 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 hopes that we would have been in jamaah that we would have been worshiping allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the masjid or worshiping allah subhanahu wa ta'ala together So inshallah, we will be rewarded for our good desires, our good hopes, and for the good that we would have done otherwise if we were able to do so. So we know that if we had the ability, we would have come to the masjid. If we had the ability, we would have come for salah, especially during Ramadan. If we had the ability, we would have come for Salatul Juma'ah. So inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward you according to your intentions and your desires. Now, as the world opens up once again, there are physical preparations. We see signs for social, for physical distancing everywhere we go. We find limits on the number of people allowed in at once. This is happening at stores. This is happening in other locations and even in the Masajid today. You see that people are wearing masks. And in fact, it is mandatory in some situations. For example, going on public transit, a mask will be required very soon in many uh, cities and, uh, and jurisdictions across. Across uh, North America and even in Europe, it is mandatory to wear a mask when going out. And subhanahu the irony is just uh, absolutely amazing because some of these places, some of these people who are now wearing masks and are ordering others to wear masks, were the people who were firmly against the wearing of niqab, who were against our sisters who chose to cover their faces as their uh, uh, um, as their obligation or as 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 devotion to Allah subhanahu wa taala. And now it is those same people and those same jurisdictions, that's those same places that are now saying that you are your faces. Those who were not able to see will not see and will not understand. But for those who have been given insight by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for those who have wisdom will see the irony in this and will see the message in this. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us and us ya rabbal alameen. So mass is something which, has become mandatory. I, uh, today I have worn for the first time my own mask as well, which I will be wearing inshallah later today after I stop speaking. And the wearing of gloves, hand sanitizers, and wipes, and the physical preparations and precautions, which are very important because remember that we discussed at great length before that we are people who take reasonable precautions and then place our trust in a part of on Allah Subh'anaHu Wa ta'ala. Taking precautions is a command and instruction from the Messenger SallAllahu Allah. So a person does not become less of a Muslim if they take precautions. A person becomes more of a Muslim if they take precautions and place their trust in Allah Subh'anaHu Wa ta'ala. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, we should continue to be responsible. Masha'Allah, most people, many of our members of our community, in, indeed, our city, our country has done a great job, alhamdulillah, in following the guidelines from the ex- experts. At this point, it is important that we do not become careless. Perhaps it is not going to affect you, but your carelessness could impact someone else. So continue to, to take reasonable precautions. Um, and uh, this is a small price that we pay for the well-being of our community, our society. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you for your sacrifices and your efforts. There are many people including our brothers and sisters in faith who have been impacted, whose families have been impacted, loved ones who have been lost. The qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala absolutely. In Toronto, the UK, many Muslim countries as well. Some even here in Ottawa turn to him. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ease the suffering of those who are or ill you must not be incentive those who are going through this trial or who have faced the loss of loved ones and who are dealing with that grief not only maybe not follow the instructions but their concerns and put down the steps that people are taking reasonable steps Following the experts and placing their trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So please be careful about how we approach this situation at this point. It is the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it cannot be stopped, it cannot be changed, except with the permission of Allah. But our job is to do our reasonable best, especially when the vast majority of experts are telling us to do so. So that is the physical preparation. But what about the spiritual preparation? my brothers and sisters Uh, remember that we are people of body mind and soul and our soul is like if you had to choose there are all three are important and it is critical that we have a balance between the three because this balance that is when the problems start so we aim for a balance and it may not always be possible so we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us in maintaining that balance but the most important is the soul is our ruh is our spiritual heart so, what about the physical prepar- uh, the spiritual preparations, my brothers and sisters? In the past 12, 13 weeks, many aspects of temptations of this world were closed upon us. Those that are found in the malls, as we discussed earlier, the impermissible or disliked activities in bars and restaurants, cafes, the haram glances and words and behaviors in workplaces and in schools. They may have continued online but perhaps not to the same extent. But now, it'll all be back. Plus, may Allah protect us all. But we could still be by the virus, even though we think that we are safe. Some experts have told us that a second wave is actually worse than the first because people are fed up of the restrictions. And they go back to the So the question is, are you spiritually prepared? If you are or your family to be impacted may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect you all our brothers and sisters when we know that there is a snowstorm coming we prepare our car we buy salt and shovels we make boots and coats when we have a test an exam we prepare so this test is about to ramp up so be spiritually prepared in two main ways number one reaffirming our belief reaffirming our belief, reminding ourselves about our responsibility to do our part, but then to accept the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if something happens. This is not an excuse for carelessness. As we said, we follow all the guidelines, even more if you like. But remember that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that Allah's decree is set and nothing can change the decree except dua and perhaps maintaining your family ties and closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we try our best. We place it in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But then if something comes our way, despite that, we accept it as the qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We don't go back and look and say, oh, how could this have happened? I took all these precautions. How was it possible? Oh, maybe it was because of this person. Oh, maybe it was because of that person. It was maybe because I went there or did this or that. And if I had known, I would not have done it. So this is not the way that a believer thinks and accepts the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, you try your absolute reasonable best. When you're going through the situation, you try your best, you place your trust in Allah. You make that. You do whatever you can that is good physically and spiritually. But after that, if Allah decides something, then we accept it as the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that is the first thing. The second thing, the reopening will almost certainly make it harder for us to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and make it easier to be distracted. And by this, I mean the reopening of the things in the world, yani the services, the stores, the markets, right, the activity. The message, will make us, bring us closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But otherwise, it will likely become harder for us to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it will become easier for us to become distracted. So my brothers and sisters, Plan it now. Plan it now and fortify. Fortify the importance of your salah on time. Fortify the importance of daily Qur'an. Fortify the importance of daily dua and dhikr and afkar. Trying to stick closer to that which Allah likes and avoiding what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala dislikes. Remind yourself of all the good messages and lessons about spirituality you have heard and learned, especially over the past 13 weeks. Masha'Allah, subhanAllah, it's actually amazing that it's actually been 13 weeks, 13 Fridays that we were not able to gather, and alhamdulillah, once again, in a limited way, we are able to gather, Alhamdulillah, rabbil alameen. 13 weeks is a long time, subhanAllah. But over this time, we have been trying, whatever Allah has to do, to listen and to learn, so let us not forget all of those messages. Let us not forget everything that we have heard and that we tried to practice upon. Let us not forget the feeling in our hearts that we had in Ramadan. The feeling in our hearts when we were not able to come for al-Jum'a, the first Friday. The feelings that we have heard in our heart when we were not able to meet our fellow brothers and sisters and remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala together in the nights of Ramadan. And not able to offer qiyam together. Let us not forget those feelings, my brothers and sisters. Let us keep those feelings alive because this opportunity that we have once again is indeed a great blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But the fear is, my brothers and sisters, that the dunya will open up on us once again. And those feelings. The dunya will open us upon us once again. And those feelings that we had. The dua that we were making. The, the tears that we were shedding, they will all be gone and they will be washed. Going back to how we were before in a state of ghafla, in a state of distraction from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect me and all of us. Ameen ya rabbalal Amin. So my brothers and sisters, let us take this experience that we have gone through as a lesson that we remember for the rest of our lives. As an opportunity to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then tie ourselves to the closest of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To tie ourselves to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even as the storm of the dunya opens up upon us once again. So that we move forward. So that this Ramadan that we have gone through brings us forward. So that this experience that we have forward. Meaning closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because indeed there is no other form of going forward except or other than getting closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So my brothers and sisters make dua for me, make dua for our community, make dua for yourself, for your family, for the entire Ummah, for all of humanity that we learn from this lesson and that it brings us closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that it serves for us a great reminder that we don't go back to how we were before so that we continue to, impress, uh, to uh, improve ourselves and continue to try to impress Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us for our shortcomings. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continue to guide us. Amin ya Rabbal alameen. As I often like to end, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Whoever is mindful of Allah, He will make a way out for them and provide for them from sources that they could never imagine. <laughs> whoever places their trust and whoever places their trust in Allah then he alone is sufficient for them <laughs> certainly Allah achieves his will <laughs> Allah has already set a destiny for everything so we make dua Alhamdulillah <laughs> Rabbil Alameen ala sayyid المرسلين سيدنا محمد وصحبه الجماعين اللهم لك الحمد اللهم لك ولك الحمد إذا ولك الحمد بعد الرضا. اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك كله الله، oh we thank you أو oh Allah, we praise you Allah, we thank you for this life to have you. You have still granted us. Oh Allah, we thank you for this patience that you have given us. Oh Allah, we thank you for allowing us to see this day when we are together in prayer. Oh Allah, please forgive us for our shortcomings. Oh Allah, please forgive us for our sins. Oh Allah, please forgive us for our anger and our frustration that we experienced during this trial, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, please continue to bless us and protect us. Oh Allah, please protect us all in this reopening. O oh Allah, please protect us physically and mentally and spiritually and emotionally. Allah. O oh Allah, guide you most, Ya Rabbi. Allahumma wa fiqr ala. Wajalla min al Oh Allah, make our hearts attached with the message. O oh Allah, make our hearts attached with the salah and your remembrance. O oh Allah, please remove the love from our hearts for the things we dislike. O oh Allah, protect us all, and all human beings. Allah, please Protect us and our family members. Oh Allah, please protect all of our relatives. Oh Allah, please protect all of us. Oh Allah, all our first responders. Oh Allah, everyone on lines, Ya Rabbal Alameen. Oh Allah, please cure all of our brothers and sisters who are suffering from COVID 19 or any other illness, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, there are in the hospitals right now as we speak. We are able to gather to hospitals. Oh Allah, quarantine them, ya Oh Allah, please protect them, ya Rabbi Alameen. Oh Allah, please grant relief to all of those who are in pain. Oh Allah, please grant relief to all of those who are in pain, ya Rabbi al all of who are Ill, ya al oh Allah, oh Allah, our uh, brothers and sisters who have asked uh, for their loved ones. Oh, Allah, please. Grant them a speedy recovery, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, my young friend, Ibrahim, who is going through a great illness. Oh Allah, family members, Ya Rabbal Alameen. Oh Allah, oh Allah, all of those who are suffering from long-term pain and injuries. Oh Allah, please protect them, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, oh Allah, please grant those who are in pain. Oh Allah, all of those who are in grief and stress and anxiety. Oh Allah, please replace all of those feelings with happiness, peace. Enjoy, Arab Al Alamin. Allah, please forgive all of them to you, especially the father of our brother Shahbaz, Makbul, the father of brother Imad, the brother of brother Amanat, and all of our loved ones who have returned to you. Allahumma Wa hum arhamhum wa'afihim wa'afu'anhum waakrim nuzulahum wa'ssama'dqalahum wa'qsilhum alma'ib althalji walbarad wa'nqih min Khat وتهلهم ألا خير من ام وادخلهم الجنه من عذاب القبر وعذاب النار اللهم اغفر لحينا وميتنا وشاهدنا وغائبنا وصغيرنا وكبيرنا وذكرنا وانثانا اللهم من احييته منا فاحيه على الاسلام ومن توفى منا فتوفه وهو على الايمان اللهم اغفر لجميع موت المسلمين اللهم اللهم اغفر لجميع موت المسلمين الذين شهدوا لدانيه ولنبيك بالرساله وماتوا على ذلك، اللهم اغفر لهم وارحمهم، وعافهم وعفو عنهم، وكم نزل لهم ووصيهم والبرد، ونقهم كما ينقى الثوب الأبيض من الدنس. اللهم أنت ربنا، لا إله إلا أنت، خلقتنا ونحن عبيدك، ونحن على أهدك ووعدك مستطعنا نعود نعوذ بك من شر ما صنعنا، ونبوء لك بك علينا، ونبوء بذنوبنا فاغفر لنا إنه لا يغفر الذنوب إلا أنت اللهم ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكون من الخاسرين اللهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم إنا نسألك موجبات رحمتك وأعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار اللهم أسبغ علينا لباس الصحة والعافية وجعلها عونا لنا على طاعتك ومرضاتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم إنا نسألك العافية والمعافاة دائمة في الدين والدنيا والآخرة اللهم ارفع عنا هذا الوباء وهذا البلاء يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم احفظنا من بين أيدينا ومن خلقنا يا أرحم الراحمين نحن الفقراء إليك وأنت الغني عنا يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم ارزقنا قبل الموت توبة وعند الموت شهادة وبعد الموت جنة اللهم ارزقنا حسن الخاتمة يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من قلب لا يخشع ودعاء لا يسمع ومن نفس لا تشبع ومن علم لا ينفع اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من زوال نعمتك وتحول عافيتك وفجاءة نقمتك وجميع سختك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر لنا والإخوار الذين سبقوا إيمان ولا تجعل في قلوبنا غلا للذين أمنوا ربنا إنك رؤوف رحيم اللهم عز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم ألف بين قلوب المسلمين ووحد صفوفهم واصلح قادتهم واجمع كلمتهم للحق يا رب العالمين اللهم اصلح المسلمين في كل